five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Scott Yerick sitting across from me. Do you like the intro music? Amazing. Amazing. Nirvana? I mean, come on. I mean, it's, Nirvana means heaven. I mean, to beat. it's so funny. Without scripting this out, the fact that 90s rock has come up already is unbelievable. You don't think I, I scripted a little bit? I mean. Talk to Brian D. Brian Danver. I'm like, I know what to talk about, but give me something like a little bit off of like the beaten path. He's like, he loves grunge. Ah, <laughs> well, Nirvana, MTV Unplugged. So I listened to like half of the thing and I was like, I think I've had enough. Yeah. Oh, personally. It's, it's, hey, you know, the Gustavus known as Disputandum. So yeah, in, <laughs> you, of course. In you, tongues. Well, in matters of taste, there can be no dispute. So, I love that. Uh, please, uh, if, if you're not a Nirvana or general 90s rock fan, I get it. But it's. Uh, it's you grew up through that stuff. It's fantastic. Brian Danver, good man, as I like to call him, hold me closer, tiny Danver. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and I, I can't wait till he can, because he's been sort of like on the on the DL with the COVID and stuff like that. And just what you said, there's no, like no judgment on all that stuff, but I can't say oh, gosh, in, yeah, in Latin. Young family. But, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stay safe, That's yeah. not what I was saying. I was saying more about the that Latin phrase. Ah. Uh, um, but yeah, he uh, got to get him back. So, is he back on campus, Brian? Brian D. Um, he said he was going to come back. Okay, I think. Well, he, you know, they had uh, the soccer season, so he was back for a bit there, mm-hmm. um, coaching. But he's he's more yeah. or less off campus and these got days. Emily, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and of course, big game, James, I his mean, son. Really cool. Really cool. So about grunge. I mean, another. I mean, go from uh, Danver to Grunge. That's yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's a large, Na- a large leap. Natural I don't see. I don't see BD yeah. listening to any Nirvana, but we can talk about this at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What is it you like about the? I mean, not to mention like you were probably what fourteen, fifteen when you're when like Nirvana hit the scene or Pearl Jam. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it um, formative years. Yeah, I guess so. Part of it is, I guess, nostalgia. Um, high school and then early college. I don't know what it is. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it's expressive to yeah. a degree, and um, some of it's simple. It just—I mean—it just brings you back to you, meaning me, <laughs> back yeah. to a a, a, time. a simpler time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Was, one of the videos said like, "This is back when life was was better," or something like that, or how life was meant to be um, back in the early nineties, before internet. I can't even imagine pre-internet. Oh, I mean, I <coughs> I love telling my current players like yep when i was in college first of all if you had a cell phone you got made fun of and uh <laughs> imagine being able to leave your your dorm room or your house and and no one can get in touch with you your your mm-hmm. parents your coaches mm-hmm. your girlfriend like whoever like you can just you you can that was like a normal thing to leave the house and people can't just track you down it's yeah. uh there's it, certainly freedom in that no no question but there's also the freedom of having that thing in your pocket and you can contact anyone you know it's a yeah, or in my case, when I get lost, I can find my way back on track. I, mean, I went yeah. for a road trip one time out in California, which is like, you know, drop me in Tokyo. Um, <laughs> but like with my good buddy of mine, Tim Bluth, and and that was right when, that was probably 08 maybe. I still had a flip phone. I held on the flip phone for a while. 
oh uh, me too yeah. i love the flip yeah. film the nokia that was amazing yeah yeah kind of um and he had the, the he had the iphone and i'm like all right we're going on this road trip from seattle the 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 home of grunge music <laughs> of course yeah, yeah. Can, we can't keep grunge looping this back in there <laughs> <laughs> and down from there to uh san francisco and um and I'm like, I am. I, I I bought the roadmap. I'm like, I want it in the back flap of the thing. I want to be like lost and put the roadmap on the hood. And be like, <laughs> all right, with the pencil, this is where we're gonna go. You know, follow. We're gonna take this route and this route. And, you know, I don't need Siri or whatever. Um, Garmin talking to me, telling me where to go. Yeah, know? yeah. There's something to be said for that. There is. I took a road trip. Gosh, I mean, it was ten years ago now with a, a buddy of mine. Same general idea. We uh, we had a few rules for our trip, but. Uh, most notably no interstates and and we had no real plan other than a, a final destination so we drove from dc just kind of made a big smiley face down through virginia tennessee gosh what is it arkansas oklahoma mm-hmm. texas new mexico and up into colorado and just that's cool without a real agenda it was awesome it was uh i ran into someone i don't know a handful of years ago and she was like she i think maybe worked at a bar and she was a like an old She's just like had some. She, she's lived lived a life, and uh, she's like, I just I, I drive cross country. She did, um, and she's like, I just follow the west signs. I'm gonna go from east coast to west coast. I just if it says west, I'm taking it. Nice. Hope it doesn't hit too many belt <laughs> beltways that might throw her off a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I just keep going until like it's, you see something that says west. Like that's so cool. That is cool. That's really really adventurous. So, what are you doing this uh, summer? You want to go just go west, young man? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say no, uh, but Debbie might say otherwise. <laughs> you, you might want to clear that with the boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I uh, I was just like ten years ago. I lived in Santa Fe for a year. Um, I think you knew that. Yeah. And the West is sweet. A good friend of mine, Win Huffman, is out there, and right? he sent me a picture today of skydiving. I'm like. Am I hitting my like quarter life or half life or midlife thing? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I mean, I, honestly, with the time, I mean, this summer would be. There's a lot to be said for hitting hitting the road a little bit. I mean, I want to head out to. Uh, actually, I'm going to get to Wyoming this summer. Actually, my same buddy that I did that road trip with, I referenced. He and yeah. I are, in theory, going to meet up in in Denver and, and head into Wyoming this so summer cool. for a little bit. Yeah. So cool. Why? Where in Wyoming? Any idea? No, that's part of the that's, part of the fun. That's the mystery. Yeah, yeah. There, there, therein lies the essence. Exactly. The unknownness. Um, I've only been, uh, only been. I mean, not, not, I don't know if many people have been to Wyoming, but um, I went been one. I've been to Wyoming one time. It's Jackson Hole. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might be. We might end up swinging through there. Yeah, we uh, did a like sort of like a bachelor gathering there for a friend of mine, and, and it was great. I think it was like late September, early October. And it was, I mean, you look at the mountains and like the tops have snow. And then like midway through, they're like start, the leaves are starting to like change. Yeah. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's sweet. Wyoming's one of those states that's like shaped like a box. <laughs> yes. And they're funny when you go west of Mississippi, they're just kind of like stamp them out. Well, it is. Moab, four corners of that one, you know? Well, also, you get used to the East Coast topography and all of a sudden you get you know you get west of the mississippi and it's yeah. like holy mackerel look and there's some just our country has some amazing amazing uh pieces to it that's what i'm saying i think we go west uh, yeah. <laughs> sold also also yeah 
Yeah, I already told you, Bill. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You want to come or not? <laughs> Next question. Um, why Wyoming is one of those countries that's or countries. Well, that's to my next point. One of those states that has is land wise enormous, but has like seven hundred thousand people. Yeah. yeah, you know, Washington D.C. I think has a, a million residents, somewhere around there. Maryland State, state of Maryland's five and six million. It's like something to be said for out there. I'm with you. <laughs> Kevin Gillen used to say in that. small doses for me. I mean, but a, a nice trip out there would be, would be <laughs> fun. I don't think I could make a. Make a lifetime out there, but I'm not going out there to squat with you know your, your crew anytime soon. Not give you a dose. Yeah, yeah not not immediately because you like staying here and you like coaching lacrosse at Georgetown Prep. Love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, you've been there for four years. Five yeah, this years? is my fifth uh, fifth year at prep. I remember when like there were like some, I was talking to somebody like Scott York. I think he's gonna be the next head coach. I'm like, yeah, he, no, he's gonna be the next head coach. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it's not even like a layup. Layups are easy. It's a slam dunk. He's one oh. of the nicest. Uh, people and that I know. Oh, I appreciate and that. He knows a fair amount about the game of lacrosse, and when you get those two sort of like major ingredients together, it's uh, you know, it needs to happen. Oh, I appreciate and, that. And, and it's my alma mater, so and I obviously played there and stuff like that. So to see it in such proper hands is it makes me happy. It makes a lot of the people happy. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. It's been uh, oh, obviously a fantastic experience, and yeah. uh, looking forward to many more years to come there. You love it there. I do. Yeah. I do. I mean, it's, as you know well, it's a very special place with fantastic people. I mean, most importantly, the people that come through that institution are are, are just stellar in, mm-hmm. in every respect. It's uh, It has been a great experience. It's a um, high pedigree of individual, of uh, student, student athlete, and family. And, and oh, no question. supportive. Oh, yeah. Extremely supportive. I mean, really from the top down, I mean, the just the way it's run and the, the people you meet every day on campus that you interact with professionally. But then, you know, for me, the most enjoyable part of the day, of course, is is practice and getting to see the kids. And I, I know you've had a couple of them on your show. And of course, you know, many of them um, very well. And they're yeah. just, I mean, they're fantastic kids. And, they, you know, they've got a lot of personality, but I say that as certainly as a good thing. It's, it, it, they're enjoyable, enjoyable bunch to be around because they they do they blend the you know the hard work and uh, but mm-hmm. it, it, enjoyment you know it's yeah. it's I, they don't have to be mutually exclusive in my humble opinion working no. hard and enjoying yourself um, especially athletically you can do both if you uh, mm-hmm. if you try it and I think we we certainly attempt to do that based on Callahan's response of how much running we were doing I don't know if how much fun they were having the first couple <laughs> weeks of practice but I think we've uh, hopefully we're 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 enjoying ourselves out there. Certainly, try and keep it keep it fun and and productive. The kids look good. We're we're obviously excited for the season. It's so cool. Yeah, so cool. I I miss it a little bit. I I certainly do. But I think personally, for me, taking maybe a year away from the formal teaching coaching could be good. I think it's good for anyone if they can to take a little sabbatical. Yeah, That's get reinvigorated kind of and come back. You'll yeah. you'll appreciate it even that much more. And obviously, open invite. When you want to come Thank back, you. we Thank want you. you back with open so arms. Nice. Can't can't wait to have that happen. You said like something I think really important. Um, it's a fine line between being serious and having fun. You know, for sure. Um, there's a really cool quote that I refer back to from my St. John's College days. It's like in conversations, in serious conversations, especially a sense of humor is appreciated. Oh yeah, you know, to bring levity to you know something that everyone's everyone's pulling the the freaking 
yoke real hard. Everyone's pulling the same direction, you know? Sure. Not many people are slacking off. But you got to, like, keep it in perspective um, and laugh. You got to have laughter um, because it's, like, it's a hard it's a hard journey and chore and push. But uh, if it's not, if you're not enjoying it, um, if you're not enjoying some of the struggle and everything and the camaraderie, then something's off. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, and you do a great, you do a great job of that, mirroring those two and try, or finding that fine line. I think. Well, I appreciate that. That's certainly something I I work at. I mean, it's, um, I had the pleasure of playing for a gentleman in college who, really, that's what he's most known for. He's by mm-hmm. most metrics, you know, one of the best lacrosse coaches, you know, in the history of the sport. And and what he's most known for, though, is in addition to his acumen for the sport, is just. Being a good person, being yeah. enjoyable to be around, and his teams just have a lot of fun. I mean, they work, as we mentioned, not it wasn't a lack of work ethic uh, or anything along those lines, but it was fun. And when you can find that balance where the kids are looking forward to practice and getting a ton out of it and improving, but working hard, it's that's when you're you're going to have some great teams. It's a, it's a lot of it's like a realness thing. You know, you're talking about your dad. I am, I, yeah, yeah, David yeah. David J. Yeah, um, I have stories. I didn't play for David J. But Mike Schuler, my good friend that you know well, sure, uh, would tell me stories. About I coach love coach, Michael, yeah, Coach Dave, Coach Ian. and Ryan, great, great yeah. guys, yeah, 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 great athletes. And it, it, there is a there's an attractiveness, there's an attraction, I think, to truth. Um, and if someone sees you as being real and flawed at times, and and open to conversations with kids that are a generation younger than you, and uh, that. I think builds loyalty and engenders a positive response. No question. No question about that. And like you talked about Matt Smith earlier, it's like having people around you that freaking know the game. I mean, there's a great quote about leaders. Like you surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and you're okay with that. Hard for um, you to find. I mean, who, who are you going to, who are you going to surround yourself with? Call Tom Cruise, mission impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Not so hard for me. That's yeah. uh it's, it's, it's been easy for me. Layups. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, Matt Smith is the man, uh, and we Total. were talking about him before. Yeah. My only complaint about Matt is just how immaculate he looks at all times. I feel like such a slob standing next to that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Uh, I mean, how about that hair? Seriously, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Is it real? Is it real? <laughs> yeah. So I mess it up one time. <laughs> oh. Fall, remember Fallon did that to Trump, I think, one time? Uh, Let me just do it. All right, fine. It's real. <laughs> um, so you love kids. You have two. You have two of your own, right? I do. Two boys, uh, kindergarten and second grade. They are, uh, yeah, they're they are something else. They got to be like, you know, large part of your heart. Oh my gosh, it's. Uh, have you always loved, enjoyed. I mean, you've always been in education slash coaching. I have. I mean, it's yeah, it's in many ways a, a family business. My 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 grandfather, uh, my father's father, was a, a physics teacher in upstate New York. And, uh, you know, my dad, of course, was a, was a lacrosse coach, football and then lacrosse yeah. coach. Um, I have two sisters. They're both teachers and coaches. It's, you know, at a young age, I think we, we, we certainly saw the value in, in surrounding yourself in the, in the education world and, and certainly, uh, in the team setting. And, uh, from, I've always loved being a part of a team, like always, even mm-hmm. as, as a, as a, as a very young kid, it was something I gravitated towards and obviously have, wanted to continue to do that yeah. So, yeah what is it about it i mean a lot of it can be said it's like you're in your nature you're surrounded by educators and stuff like that you know yeah it's I, also yeah 
Well, that's, that'd be your nurture, I guess. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. I mean, for me, I mean, specific to the team setting, I think it's always been attractive to me to be a part of something bigger than yourself. You know, something you're, you're with a group of like-minded individuals and you're you're trying to achieve something collectively that you you can't achieve individually and, and that's why i've always liked team sports um it's it's fun to rely on your teammates it's fun to have them rely on you it's fun to come through for them it's you know fun to be there for them when things aren't going great mm-hmm. sometimes and yeah. I, that's you know as a coach i i think that's something i i, I certainly try to make sure you know we we keep an even keel Again, easier said than done. By no means am I suggesting that we, we knock this out of the park, or mm-hmm. oh, I personally do. But you know, trying to make sure our guys, um, you know, they know there's peaks and valleys in, in every game we play. That's something I heard an awful lot of throughout college, and um, and you have to fight through the valleys together. That that's that's the key, and that's what I maybe like most about being a part of a team is just is that exact thing. You you are relying on others, and they are relying on you, and that makes it awfully enjoyable and and very worthwhile um 100 um it's uh yeah it's uh you said something that struck me multiple things um but like the ability to sympathize or empathize probably is a better word with the people around you and then kind of come and comfort and uh build them up is uh a huge thing that i don't think everyone has i think someone ha- everyone has it in degrees maybe you know but uh, it's certainly a, a strong, strong, I think, uh, benefit or it's not even it's not a strong enough word. Um, it's connected to the essence of team sports, you know. For sure, for sure. It's uh, and then and then you take that obviously, and you go out into the world, and you're like, it's, you almost have like an, a new sort of like a sixth sense or like a radar or something. It's like this person seems to be not well. Maybe let's have a conversation. You know, it's like you know. You know what's going. On. You know, just uh, so you never know when you know a word or a sentence or anything or a smile without anything said can help people. You know. Oh, well said. Yeah, and that's you know a big reason why, as you mentioned, I, two young sons. But I want them, you know, certainly to be involved in in team activities at this point. Not not that I need them to grow up to be lacrosse players. That that's not important to me. But just to to be a part of a team and to have that camaraderie and uh, it's just to me it's such an important part. Of, of of just going through life and I mean, exactly that you, they, you just learn so many lessons that way. They say that um, they meaning um, I think I think it's Aristotle said um, we're all political human beings are political animals, meaning that they like they enjoy company. Sure, they, they they thrive best when they're around uh, other humans, uh, which is a um, uh, it's just a, a vote obviously for team sports. But team versus individual. When you think about like golf or wrestling or tennis and stuff like that, <laughs> I've had this debate. Yeah, no. I think with Brian about tennis. Um. Anyway, I no, I certainly appreciate individual sports too, and it, this is a component, of course, to team sports as well. In addition to what I've just mentioned, there is a whole nother part of why I enjoyed playing sports. I mean, it's you get a chance to learn a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. um, especially when things aren't going very well. And you can, okay, well, how am I going to react to this? Am I going to throw my hands in the air and, and, and give up? Or am I going to dig in a little bit and, and, and figure it out? Um, and certainly individual sports, I, I'd say that's even heightened because you yeah. can't, you cannot hide behind you you know, yourself. Wrestling, is, tennis, something. golf. I mean, you're, 
<laughs> there's not a whole lot you can you can blame something on if it's not going well right. and it's you know mm-hmm. mentally you don't have other people to lean on which I, I certainly give those athletes an awful lot of credit it takes a lot of mental resiliency to to compete in those sports it's hard like, like the thing about aristotle is like you know like everyone there's another interesting idea i think it's the idea of synergy it's like what some people say one plus one equals three it's because the bond that's created between the one and the one is like an uh, unaccountable sort of uh, creative power. Does that make sense? Yeah. Aristotle was a great golfer. I don't know if you knew that. That's, that was a <laughs> little known fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a purity. I was like watching the Masters this past weekend. And there's a purity of just like, I didn't hit the shot well. You know, it's not like the goalie. It's not the face-off guy. You know, I didn't get, never got the ball. No, you had the ball. You're looking at the ball every time before you shot it. Yeah, and it's not moving. But. It's not moving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, there's like there's I think great merit in all of it. No question. Mm-hmm. It's not even fair to pit. I don't think team versus individual. It almost be like, all right, you know what? Play lacrosse. Play basketball. Play golf. Play tennis. Yeah. yeah. No, there's lessons learned in both. There's no denying that. Yeah. Well, now they sort of like, tell, talk to me about what you think about, uh, is there more, I think there is more specialization. I'm playing lacrosse. I'm a lacrosse guy. Is that still a thing? I'm, I'm going to train in the winter or I'm even going to train in the fall and I'm going to play in the spring. Yeah, there is. Year-round lacrosse, year-round basketball. Year oh, round yeah. I mean, you can start whatever. playing year-round lacrosse as early as second grade. That's um, right. That's possible. But uh, you're not disqualifying the other sports, though. Maybe some people are. You, you can. Again, you know, it's I'd obviously you, you have you only have so much time, time with which day. to work with. Yeah. So you know, it's it's it is there's there's a, a finite amount you can you can divvy up. But um, to answer your question succinctly, yes, this specialization in all sports, honestly, uh, is certainly getting heightened. You know, I'm a firm believer in. The value of multiple sports. I mean, specific to if you're trying to develop athletically, specializing too early, I think, can be a mistake. And I mean, that's at prep, as you know, we have a lot of multi sport athletes, and I, I I do love that about our school. And you know, Coach Perro, you know, great football coach. He and I mm-hmm. um, have a lot of athletes that that play both, and others, you know, soccer and 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 hockey and 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 basketball and such. But it's uh, I just think. You know, whether you know it or not, when you're playing soccer, when you're playing hockey, you're becoming a better lacrosse player. You might not realize it, but you Correct. are. Um, it's like hidden conditioning. Yeah, conditioning <laughs> and footwork and you know, like you in, know. A, in a lacrosse player, you have hidden conditioning. You know, I don't know if you <laughs> use that term. It's like play this like I don't know. It's like playing like but when I was at Duke I used to play two on two basketball with um Coach Alberici. Oh yeah. You know, we played two on two, but get anyone you want. And I got my part. No, his partner was Shamati. I'm yeah. almost certain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's Shimani, probably told you stories about this. Shimani introduced me. To, I've played uh, plenty of two-on-two full court to 100 basketball 200? games. Yeah. Yeah. Twos and threes. So it's a little misleading, but it still takes like an hour. I mean, you break after especially if you shoot points. like, if you shoot like Shimani, it takes two hours. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he runs all day. Runs oh, God. You get the rebound, throw it out to Coach Al, oh. who's just going for three-point line to three-point line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's... If, yeah, if you want to stay above the arcs, yeah, it ain't, it ain't as tough. But if yeah. you're going to play some defense and bang, bang a bit, yeah. like I, I'm not, I'm not shooting the thing, so I'm rebounding. So we call that hidden condition. You know, it's oh. like you're doing the thing, and you're like you didn't realize it. You just did like 100 wind sprints. Oh yeah, no, it's if you're playing against two people that you want to beat, meaning you're motivated to get up and down the court and yeah. motivated to play defense. There was no better workout on the planet than that game you just described. Chase the ball. 
Yeah. You, Matt Breslin and Scott Bross, two of your yeah, Duke buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a long-standing rivalry. Those two against Matt Rienzo and myself. Matt and I are, are great mm-hmm. friends. We we coached together at, at Georgetown for years, and uh, we had some some epic epic tilts. Oh, I believe it. Where? At Georgetown University. So Matt and I were coaching there. And, uh, and, and Bross actually helped us out for a bit. Actually, so did Brez. They both helped us out at different times. Um, but we, we got to be buddies and, and would get morning. Uh, gosh, we had a stretch there. We were playing, you know, every week for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, it was, I mean, they're great guys. But, you yeah. know, you, you want to lose to your friends less than you want to lose to anybody else. So when we... 100% correct. Oh, we got after it. And uh, <coughs> to your point, I mean, I... I think I hit one three pointer in my life. Like if I'm shooting, it's from under the basket. So yeah. I mean, I am just running all day. Yeah. Round mount rebound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you threw uh, out meatball in the kitchen earlier. Well, talking uh, about how your son looks like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was off air, Billy. That you know. <laughs> Thought the contract on <laughs> air. We uh, I'm the a bronze Polish god. Okay, we're not. <laughs> all right, Zeus. So. <laughs> Five nine, two hundred pounds is an underrated athletic build, Billy. But you're strong as an ox. Yeah. Well, like Brian, I said, Brian, Dan, Brian yeah. D. But and I was like, he likes Nirvana. He like you know his dad, ten championships, and all. By the way, he's stronger than an ox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like you know, I have to have something going for me. You gotta, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, we're not armless fans for this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me like at least one. Feats of strength. I remember you and Jay Miller. I call him Captain Planet. I have no idea why, but I do. Because he works for the EPA. Oh, that's good. He was on the show. Uh, but Freakish Feats of Strength. Friday Freakish Feats. I can't even that's right. pronounce it. Yeah, Friday Feats of Strength. That was a staple. We uh, we Miller's the man. Georgetown U. Uh, yeah. Miller, J- Jesse is a an inspiration. He's something else. Wait, you've had him on the show already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Oh, I got to, I got to catch that episode. Yeah. Did that? Must have drummed up some sponsors. We got any sponsors we should be plugging here? I meant to ask you that. I mean, we got to get something going. I yeah. guess. I'm sure we got. I mean, well, I mean we, we got viewership. It's I would good, think it's not bad. Con- it's not bad. I think we're doing all right. <laughs> oh, Miller! If you got yeah. Miller, it's great content. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, right now I'm just enjoying it, and then once you bring money into it, you're just like, uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. But uh, tell me about those Fridays. Friday feats of strength, yeah. So Jesse and we were, I, we were hungover when you're getting in there on a Friday. We uh, maybe a few times. We would, uh, yeah, just it, it's just a nickname for our Friday workouts. But we would just make sure that we. Mm-hmm. This is when, gosh, you know, we were twenty four to twenty nine. Yeah. you know, somewhere in that range, yeah. and so certainly much younger than I am now. And um, we just made sure we got a. a a hard workout. we got after it. yeah yeah a yeah. hard workout you drove but, iron yeah we would get legit runs in you know usually some sort of timed mile or uh you know splits you know things that were right right on the clock you know with 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 timed recovery and, and yeah yeah and with we, the, with yeah. a partner you know yeah yeah and we would push each other and then yeah we definitely hit hit the gym and lift that's hit my preferred form of exercise even back then was was the lifting versus the the running? I know yeah. that. No, that's a shock. <laughs> uh, but no, it was awesome. We uh, we made a tradition. I, Jesse and I held each other very accountable in our workouts. I mean, we. So he was the volunteer coach at Georgetown for years yeah. when I was coaching there, and so yeah. you know, on our road trips, we'd be, um, you know, wherever that 
the weekend took us, we'd make sure we got up, you know, well before the team breakfast on the Saturday, you know, game day morning and would get, get runs and lifts in and then clobber a nice uh, breakfast buffet yeah. and then uh, hopefully win, try to win. win a lacrosse game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. It speaks to like the family or the community of, of mutual people pulling in the same direction, trying to do something. Sure. And everyone's sort of like like-minded. My parents always called PLUs, people like us. But like, yeah, we're going to get up, you know, at six and get a workout and we're going to get to know each other. And, and it's almost like a vehicle for a rich life, you know, uh, sure. a good a life well lived. Um, finding other people that have mutual interests and drives and then doing it together. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool thing, you know, when you find that thing that really um, I oftentimes um, think of it as like an eclipse. When you find the thing. Excuse me. In life, that just like um, eclipses like the sun. You know, uh, baseball. I didn't went that way. Uh, literature. No, I missed. And then for you, maybe it's like lacrosse, and just like your soul is in league with what you're doing. You're, the sun is the soul. Sure. So the sun and and lacrosse and kids, just like boom, it's in sync. Um, that's I think the goal. You know. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's... And, and the people that, you know... Anyway, you enjoy it so much, and then, like, the people that also enjoy it so much, it's like, it just, like, you build upon each other, and you build this, like, sort of really incredible experience. Well, for sure. And, you know, we are talking about, you know, some of my buddies that you play down at Duke with, you know, Dan Shimadi, who we just referenced, mm-hmm. and Taylor Ray, and, and Kevin Cassis, who are all... We're all teammates of yours at Duke, and they, they are college coaches all had coaches in college now and, and it's not a coincidence that they're three of my best friends i mean we yeah, have exactly i mean a lot in common but for a reason you know we're we, we share a lot of common values and the same things are important to us and and obviously we get along great and mm-hmm. they're three i mean they're three of my favorite humans on the planet i yeah. think very highly of the guys absolutely um they're awesome awesome we talked earlier awesome awesome people and oh by the way they know a pretty good deal about lacrosse and, oh god, and, yeah. And we're yeah. talking earlier. Yeah. And then they know how to package it and communicate mm-hmm. it to another brain. Like an adult pretty much adolescent, like like late 18, 20 brain, you know, which takes tact. Agreed. Yeah. And and motivation too. I mean, Kevin Cassis in in particular to me is what a great motivator. I mean, he um Oh well Timmy Curlin, one of your the young men you had on earlier, he's going to play for Kevin next year. And I think he when he went on his visit up there, he came back and was was pretty excited about just Kevin's personality specific to in this instance to game day and mm-hmm. how fired up he he got himself and the team and I think that really appealed to him. I can see I can see that. Knowing Kevin like I do, I mean he was a hell of an athlete, hell of a player himself and certainly pretty uh certainly excited to on game day. Yeah. He's he I mean he was but he spoke more with how he how he played the game. Yeah. When, for when sure. I when I played with him. Um, oh yeah, none of those know. guys were out there, you know. <laughs> All three of the, those guys you talk about, yeah, you know, yeah, quiet confidence yeah. and and work ethic, and I think the quietest of them was Kevin Cassis. Yeah, that's I'm sure, and uh, but again, I played with and against those guys yeah. plenty. Like they. Um, well, actually, Kevin wasn't all that quiet playing against me, but by that point, we were friends, and it right, was right, it was right, more right. of a of a friendly banter. But yeah. um, it they just uh, yeah, they were self motivated. They didn't need to be jumping around and and 
and, and shouting nonsense to get excited to play. Correct. Yeah, Correct. which which I obviously respect a great deal. That certainly wasn't my mantra either, where I needed to be um, drawing attention to myself or making the I mean, spectacle it, of myself. It, it ties, I think, back to being real. You know, we, sure. talked about, we talked about your dad, how a great example of a coach he was, just like, you know, he... You know, is what he is. It's is totally is very very transparent individual. And uh, <laughs> boy, that's the truth. That that's that's a great way of putting it. I mean, he was as honest as the day is long. And, and yeah. yeah, he was very. He, what you saw was what you got with with coach. I mean, still, I shouldn't say speaking past tense. What yeah. you see is what you get. He's just uh, <laughs> something else, man. He, yeah, it's certainly a pleasure to play for, and it's been great. I mean, I've stayed. In, in touch with a lot of people that played from back, you know, so you were mentioning his Hobart days. So he was the head coach at Hobart College from 1980 to 1989 and won a championship every one of those years. And so I was a, a kid, of course, for, for those, it's some, I was too young to even remember, but by the end of that, you know, I was on the sidelines and running around and soaking it in. And obviously that had an impact on, you know, it would, yeah. how much I, uh, place the value i place on team sports and, and that experience but uh so many of those guys that he coached back then have stayed so close and that is so neat for me to see and we've had a couple events over the past couple of years that have given um cause for those guys to get back together yeah. and it just to see them you know years and years and years later and they just fall back right into their old routine and yeah. they've got their old nicknames are back out there yeah. and they clearly enjoy each other's company and that's just oh man that that has been fun to uh to see it's it's awesome honestly it's it reminds you why you want to do this it's uh incredibly special to go from like i would think your father's your father's son to now like seeing your father the enjoyment that your father's getting you know like at one point he's seeing you run around and his heart is is full from you having a, the the time of your life on the sideline or oh, like yeah. him teaching you stuff. now it's like you see his buddies coming back and it's like you know, it's a beautiful sort of like cycle or the oh, of, I'll say of, of life. When we beat Landon in overtime in 2019, as happy as everybody was with that, the happiest person I think in the stadium was David J. York. Like he came down <laughs> to see me after the game and uh, he, he was thrilled. He was thrilled. Where, uh, where was it? It was at Landon. Uh, well, the funny thing was, so this was... Um, this is the last, the last real season. It was the last real season, yeah. And, uh, you know, Robbie Bordley, it was it was the first year he wasn't coaching there in gosh yeah. forever. And he and my dad are very good friends. And yeah. so before the game, you know, Coach Bordley walks on water over there. And, uh, yeah. and you know, he's in the stands. And and rightfully so, the the, the Landon fans have, have great reverence for him. And then my father, who's decked out in prep gear, you right. know, and right. they don't – no reason why they would know who he is, the, right. the, the family's from Landon. And, and Coach Bordley goes right over to him, big hug. And I could just – I'm watching this from the – from the field, and it was just hysterical to see the looks on the faces of these of, of these Landon families. Like, who is that gas fan that Coach Bordley <laughs> is hugging before this game? Uh, but then, yeah, afterwards it was great. Great to see him. He, my, my dad was was thrilled. Was thrilled with that game. It's a great exhibition of sports. Like two great coaches that are, are not coaching anymore. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah. Closing you know, hopes for the outcome of the game. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, <clears throat> it's more than just a game for sure it's more than that more than the outcome you know um uh, yeah uh, brian i was talking earlier he said that your dad comes almost every game I mean, yeah there was no there was no season last year right 
No, there. I Maybe mean, we played three. Games. We played three games. So we we played. Did you undefeated? Uh, <laughs> uh, we 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 dropped our opener, unfortunately. Ah, but then we we did get the, the next the next couple. <laughs> we got, we bounced back with with a couple wins. Actually, the one we we played St. Mary's uh, of Annapolis up there, and mm. uh, very long story short. Uh, Chase McCarty cashed one in from about forty that. yards away at the buzzer to win. It was he would something do else. that. He's it, like an unconscious cat. He'll it talk was to him a, a little uh, bit. Like, like your eyes look glazed over, and you look like you got that thousand mile stare going on. But like he, I don't know, got it done. It was, I mean, as evidenced by what we've been discussing, I've seen a lot of lacrosse games in my life. I've not seen anything quite like that. It was, uh, it was something else. Emblematic for such a. The start of a, a weird experience with the, like a virus and all. Yeah, and then the next week we played Gilman on that Tuesday and, and played very well and, and won that one. And then we were slated to play Gonzaga that Friday night over at Georgetown University, which would would have been uh, would have been quite Rockus. a game. But unfortunately, they obviously the <laughs> world kind of shut down there. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but we're back up and running back. now. So back. yeah, and, uh, literally getting after it. Yeah, yeah, thrilled about that. It's it's uh, it's been. Fantastic to get back out there with because, the kids. I mean, a part of you. I mean, I, I when I was at Modern Day this, last spring, I was teaching remotely when I was in Florida, quarantined with my family for three months. It was just like part of your soul is sort of like taken away, you know, for us people that are used to being around kids and educating and coaching and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It, it was uh, being away from Preps Campus for, I mean, how, gosh, it was months and months and months that we, you know, we're, we're, unable to get in and let alone you know see anybody it was you know other than on your zoom meetings and that right. that gets old pretty quickly um yeah so yeah it was definitely a, a big chunk was missing so it's been been great to get back towards a semblance of normal like anything else it's like if you ha- can't if you can gain that perspective it's hard hard as heck um uh dealing with things that are difficult um but if you can keep that perspective, it makes everything else sweeter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, no question. <laughs> In the moment, uh, it's hard to like have that sort of maturity. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now you're back, and I, I imagine it couldn't be freaking sweeter than being out there with a whistle around your neck. No, it's know? been great. Yeah. And the weather's beautiful, and you're like prepping for bullets on Thursday. That's right. Yes, sir. And uh, life is good. It is good. Yeah. <laughs> life is good. It is good. It'll be... Yeah, uh, I think yeah. We're, so we're starting the IC schedule here. Yep, this week. So yeah. we'll uh, have some great games. How many games you got? So we play every team in the conference twice. Um, so you only had one. You can only have one out of conference game, right? We had yep one out of conference game. So we had that last Saturday. We're up in Philly, and we played uh, Penn Charter School, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 did get the win up there. And now, yeah, we've got Bullis twice this week, and then. Again, we, we go on with our ISC schedule. Episcopal, we, we only play once, but every other ISC school will play twice. So we've got uh, nine more games left. Yeah. Yeah. It's good enough. It is. It is. And then there's a chance it's after the ISC, we, we might be able to get a couple more out of conference games after. We'll see. It's still TBD, but um, certainly if, we, with if we're time, able to, we, with time, we'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Every, with time, everything relaxes. You yep. Know? Yep. More vaccinations. Um, uh, and then like you probably don't you like you guys end like early May, their schedule. It's uh, late May. Yep. Never yep. mind. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long yeah. school year is these days, but hopefully you can get whatever. Hope almost thankful that you what you got what you got what you got because football didn't happen and 
basketball didn't happen. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. We are thankful for, for the opportunity we've been given. And certainly the kids, I give them a lot of credit. They're by no means are they taking it for granted. They're, they're out yeah. there playing hard and we had a great yeah. day of practice today. And so cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, certainly expecting to, to have a, a really fun, successful season. Rock and roll, brother. Yeah, absolutely. We'll pipe some, pipe some of that Nirvana into practice. You play any music at all practice? Once in a while, you know, when, when we were on the stadium field, which, you know, is, is, is getting renovated. Anymore? So you're, um, on the, you're on the rugby field now. We're right? over on the South field. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that field, bro. It's a great field. Um, but it's uh, a little harder acoustically. So we, <laughs> we don't have the tunes going as yeah, much. Uh, yeah. But we definitely, we, I was not uh, shy about getting music going here when, when yeah. we had the chance to. I, I love it. Yeah. And uh, definitely try to push, you know, get some Allison Chains, get some Offspring. <laughs> get, get, get. Really uppers. Real uppers. <laughs> You've had too good a day. I'm just going to, like, you know, bring you down to earth a little bit here with some grunge. <laughs> well, I don't want to oversell. I mean, I, I like a lot of different kinds of music. That happens to be one of them. So we, we, yeah, we yeah, certainly yeah. play other uh, <laughs> other genres. But um, like rock and roll. Have fun, man. And as you do so well naturally, you keep it you keep it intense, but you can keep it light and have these kids like uh, enjoy themselves while also being accountable. Um, and I think that you know that, that some of that comes with just like, hey, leaders, how about you? You know, you get on their asses, you get on the freshman asses. Yeah, no, it, it comes a lot better from a peer than from uh, from a generation up. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, when when your team is holding each other accountable, that's when you're going to start to achieve some pretty great things. Yeah. Amen. And I and I talked to Jack uh, Callahan um, and uh, Timmy Curlin, um, yeah. and they're uh, they're two good eggs right there. Oh, so, great kids, great kids. Yeah. yeah, you stick by those two, you young you underclassmen. If you're listening right now, good things will happen. No doubt, we've got a phenomenal group of seniors in general. Those are two of them, of course. We've, yeah. They're um, impressive. I mean, t- talented athletes, but that's and that's all. That's great. Don't get me wrong. I like having good players, but that's not really the point um, for me. These yeah. they're just great kids and Truly. have done things the right way and have been, in my opinion, just fantastic role models. So I, I do point that out to younger kids in the program. Like if you're looking for a roadmap of how to succeed, take a look at these guys. You know, they're, they're they do it the right way and. It's so fun to see them, and you know, as I mentioned, you know, being back out there, and, uh, and yeah, I have fun with those guys. It's 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 hard to not have a smile on your face when you get a chance to see. They those compete kids. so. I remember uh, Timmy's like, I compete so hard against Whittier, and they like they want to like take each other's arms off and practice. Uh, it's like okay, Whit, <laughs> I love Wit is something else. That kid brings it every. Total I mean, they, they all bring it, but exception. that young man. I mean, another low. I I, I, I love it. It's yeah, it's every day. It's I mean, there isn't a drill that goes by where he isn't pushing himself to to his limits and 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 others. I mean, you talk about holding kids accountable. He does a heck of a job of that. Um, mm-hmm. But he works so hard himself and plays so hard that you you have to, have to say have, much. You have to respond. You know, it's yeah. it's. Uh, I give him a ton of credit. Yeah, like I said, we've got so many scenes. I can't. Start naming them because yeah. I there there's I I mean, we have a ton of them and they're just awesome kids and I hear you. Um, I'm very fortunate very fortunate. Hey, don't rest on your laurels, you three. Yeah, Curlin, yeah, Callahan, <laughs> keep your edge, man. Keep your edge. You're okay, and but everyone's everyone can get better, right? That's right. Everyone can improve. So keep doing that. Uh, and uh, fair point. Yeah, I'm like I'm about to come out to Bulls game on Thursday. Where is it? Home away? 
We are at Bullis on Thursday. Never mind. I'm not yeah, and then, well, also with fans this year, it's going to be tough too. Oh, like yeah. it's uh, there's all sorts of different procedures and protocols and such. So, but I'll make sure I get you the link. If Send nothing else, you can, you can watch it in the live yeah. stream. Great. I think um, I'll look particularly dashing on camera. I hope. Yeah, it's just like you huh? met you Matt Smith. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll rub off one of these days. Don't stand next to Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> stay down. That's where the goalie coaches stay on the other end. Okay. Yeah. Come on. And put a hat on, Matt. Come I don't, on, want, I don't, I don't want your hair on camera. You're, not even, you're a go- goalie guru. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap. It's like bedtime. Thanks for coming out, dude. Oh, my pleasure, buddy. Great to see you. A lot of you. fun. Good, great catching up. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. Your story is sweet. And I appreciate love it. Love to your dad and mom when you talk to them, please. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. Great to see you. You bet, bud. We'll do it again. Mm-hmm.